Life's greatest questions have always been, who am I? Where did I come from? Why am I here? Where am I going? You are about to see and hear one of the most significant messages given to us from God. Week two is down the tubes, as is a number of quarterbacks in the NFL. The entire 49ers running back depth chart times 647, and also a few of the managers here within Taco Court Fantasy Football League. I'm your host, Nate, riding solo, and you can find me on Twitter at Nater8530, and our league can be found at Taco Court Pod as well. Both of those are linked down here in the show notes for you. Let's get into Survivor Update. As stated in last week's recap, we had seven of the 12 managers managers joined this year's survivor pool after week one and only two remain the two remaining include the milford academy owned by terrence dunn one of our newest league members this season and your royal highness himself me the vinegar strokes i selected the browns while terrence selected the packers on monday night both came out of week two alive with terrence having used the rams in week one and the mentioned packers in week two while i burned through the broncos in week one and as stated prior the browns in week two in matchup number one, we got the Pocket Dogs traveling to Cops Lives Matter. The Pocket Dogs had the Bills quarterback giving them 20. Sony Michelle, 4. Michael Carter, 10. Devontae Adams, 22. Keenan Allen, 16. Chase Claypool, 10. Mark Andrews, 10. Jalen Rieger, 2. And Rondell Moore for 28, while Cops Lives Matter got the Chiefs quarterback for 34. Alvin Kamara, 7. James Robinson, 9. DJ Moore, 21. Cortland Sutton, 26. Corey Davis, 2. Kyle Pitts, 12. Damian Harris, 13. And Jalen Waddle with 8.8. Both teams move into one and one as the cops lives matter take this down 136 to 126 matchup number two we got the milford academy going to the eskimo brothers this game ended up a lot closer than anybody would have expected with the milford academy getting 25 out of the cowboys quarterback nick chubb 18 chris carson 17 stefan Diggs 17 mike evans 14 juju 14 gronk 10 jamar chase 13 and Devonte parker 12 while the eskimo brothers got valiant efforts out of the saints quarterback for a total of nine derrick henry 51 Fournette 11 calvin ridley 19 Allen robinson 10 jarvis landry 1 jared cook 5 russell gates seven and james white for 18 the milford academy moves to one and one on the season while the eskimo brothers drop to zero and two 139 to 136 matchup number three we got the murder boners traveling to password is taco murder boners had the titans quarterback for 21 saquon 14 ceh 15 aj brown 16 adam thielen 15 julio 13 noah fant 10 chase edmonds 14 and hunter renfro for nine while the password is taco had the bucks quarterback for 39 zeke 17 deandre swift 11 dk metcalf 11 kenny galladay 6 henry ruggs for 26 george kittle 5 melvin gordon 8 and cole beasley for 7.6 and and password is taco gets on the board with the w first one of the season moving to one and one while murder burdens drops to oh and two 135 to 108 matchup number four we got three ps wine traveling to too hot to handle a monday night miracle in this one folks seahawks quarterback for three penis wine 26 joe mixon 16 darrell henderson 15 t higgins 13 deonta johnson 14 brandy cooks 14 robbie tanya monday night eight dalvin cook 21 and justin jefferson 16 while too hot to handle got 42 out of the cards quarterback antonio gibson for nine david montgomery 10 cooper cup 38 debo 16 nelson aguilar 5 travis kelsey 27 rojo 4 and aj 
Green for 13. And Monday night proves well for three penis wine, moving them to 2-0, and dropping two out to handle to 1-1, one one, 170 to 167. In our second to last matchup, we had I Shave My Balls for this traveling to Tony Patriot. I Shave My Balls for this gets the Rams quarterback for 21. Jonathan Taylor, 6. Miles Sanders, 6. Tyreek Hill, 6. Amari Cooper, 5. LaVisca Chenault, 1. Logan Thomas, 10. 10, Miles Gaskin, 8, and Christian Kirk, 9. One player in double digits. It's the Rams quarterback. Tony Patriot, Ravens quarterback, 37. Austin Eckler, 22. Elijah Mitchell, 7. D-Hop, 15. Terry McLaurin, 30. Tyler Lockett, 35. TJ Hawkinson, 20. DJ Chark, 3. And Jamal Williams with 6. Tony Patriot, 2-0 on the season. I shave my balls for this. Gets their first loss of the season, 178-75. to And in the marquee matchup of the week, we had yours truly the Vinegar Strokes traveling to Boner Jams 03. The Vinegar Strokes gets 18 out of the Chargers quarterback. Christian McCaffrey, 24. Tyson Williams, 11. Robbie Anderson, 6. Tyler Boyd, 14. Tim Patrick, 12. Darren Waller, 11 and a half. CeeDee Lamb, 17. Mike Williams, 22. While Boner Jams 03 gets 21 out of the Eagles quarterback, 41 out of Aaron Jones Monday night. Jeez Louise. Najee Harris, 19. Just chucking people left and right across the field. Bob Woods, 12. Chris Godwin, 16. Devonta Smith, 3. Tyler Higby, 2. Kareem Hunt six and Antonio Brown with two points. The Vinegar Strokes takes this one 139 to 125, moving to 2 0 on the season while Boner Jams 03 is still wondering what the hell they're doing in Taco Corp, moving down to 0 2. Tony and I came into week two, each having gone 1 0 with our week one locks of the week. This week, I chose Password as Taco to bounce back from an 0 1 start and get a dub against the resident auto drafter himself, the Murder Boners, and Tony selected himself to make a statement against the team that scored over 200 points in week one and was the league's highest score. Obviously, we wake up in the morning and piss excellence and both of our locks cash. Each of us go to 2-0 and on the season for locks of the week. If you would like to purchase our locks of the week package, be sure to hit that subscribe button on all of your phone's apps that have podcasts. Back in episode 40, Tony and I did a snake draft that gave us six managers within the league and our drafted team's total points output for this year's fantasy regular season determines the winner between us. Tony has the following team being the Vinegar Strokes, I shave my balls for this, two out to handle, Tony Patriot, Three Penis Wine, and Eskimo Brothers, while I have Password is Taco, Milford Academy, Pocket Dogs, Murder Boners, Cops Lives Matter, and the California Boner Jams. Tony came into week one with the commanding 166 point lead and with adding up the week two scores that we just spoke through. Tony's team is leading the season-long bet 1,821.88 to 1,589.58 and Tony has a larger lead this week going into week three, 232.3 points ahead of my team. Moving into news and notes coming out of week two, we'll cover the bigger injury report. It's a long one. Anyways, started out quarterbacks. You got the Andy Dalton of the Chicago Bears injured his knee and Justin Fields will be replacing him more than likely for this coming up week. Bet everything against the Bears. They're going to be terrible. Cleveland Browns, Baker Mayfield's shoulder seemed to be feeling fine. Got hurt in the tackle against the Texans, but went back out there and played. Houston Texans quarterback Tyrod Taylor was injured and didn't return against the Browns. And Davis Mills will be replacing him. They are set to play on Thursday against the Panthers, uh, but it looks like Taylor's probably 
going to miss that. Poor guy can't catch a break. Colts, Carson Wentz, ankle, both ankles busted up. Looks like he may or may not end up playing against the Titans this coming up week. You got the Las Vegas Raiders, Derek Carr, dealing with an ankle. Uh, Looked like he's going to play against the Dolphins, but nothing's for sure. Tua, ribs knocked out earlier. That is, is unknown going forward, but will be replaced by Jacoby Brissett if he cannot play. Moving into running backs, Josh Jacobs is dealing with a toe and an ankle. He is expected to miss against the Dolphins, so get all your Peyton Barber shares. Jesus Christ, can't believe we're saying that. The Rams, Darrell Henderson suffered a new injury against the Colts, and that is a rib thing. Cue up Sony Michelle season. Dalvin Cook was hurt against the Cardinals. There is no saying whether or not he's going to play in week three or not. Elijah Mitchell for the 49ers shoulder. Trey Sermon with a concussion. Michael Hasty with an ankle all forced out of the game against the Eagles. Wide receivers. Russell Gage for the Atlanta Falcons was injured against the Buccaneers and it was unable to return. Jarvis Landry suffered an MCL injury against the Texans and is expected to miss multiple weeks. Amari Cooper ribs was hurt against the Chargers, but was able to come back and finish the game. Nico Collins, shoulder, Danny Amendola, hamstring for the Houston Texans were injured and didn't return against the Browns. Collins is set to miss up to a month. Jaguars, LaVisca Chenault, shoulder, had a minor injury against the Broncos, but is expected to play against the Cardinals. Deontay Johnson, knee, was hurt late against the Raiders, and the team is waiting to find out more. Hopeful it's minor and that he may play against the Bengals, but if he doesn't, queue up all your Chase Claypool shares. Tight ends, James Oshak, Hennessy, of the Jaguars ankle. He was injured against the Broncos and didn't return. He has a high ankle sprain and will miss up to a month. Zach Ertz, COVID, was placed on the list on Monday and he may need to miss against the Cowboys, but he'll need two negative tests to go forward there. Carolina Panthers offensive line, Pat Elfling, I don't even know how to say that name. Hamstring was injured and didn't return against the Saints. He'll miss the Texans game on Thursday. Bengals right guard, Xavier Sua Filo, leg injury, considered day-to-day to play against the Steelers. Raiders, right tackle, Alex Leatherwood with an oblique was injured and didn't return against the Steelers. Eagles, Brandon Brooks, right guard pectoral suffered a new injury against the Niners. He's set to be placed on the IR and the Titans. Tyler Luan with a knee left tackle was hurt in warmups against the Seahawks and didn't play. Left guard Roger Saffold shoulder was injured late and did not return. Defensive line. You have the Houston Texans with their defensive end Eric Murray got a concussion was knocked out against the Browns. Eagles Brandon Graham ankle is he's feared to have suffered a torn Achilles against the 49ers. That one's that one hurts bad for the Eagles. Pittsburgh Steelers defensive tackle Tyson Alu Alu. I don't know how to fucking say it. God, just have names like Smith, Jesus Christ, Ankle suffered again, suffered a broken bone against the Raiders and will miss time. The team has placed him on the IR. Bradley Chubb in the linebacker category of the Denver Broncos ankle was injured against the Jaguars. Inside linebacker Josie Jewell had a pectoral, was also knocked out of the game with a season-ending injury. Steelers outside linebacker TJ Watt with a groin was injured against the Raiders and was unable to return. They hope he won't need to miss more time and think he may be able to go against the Bengals. Defensive backs to finish it out. Atlanta Falcons cornerback A.J. Terrell concussion was knocked out of the game against the Bucks. The Ravens safety Deshaun Elliott concussion was knocked out of the game against the Chiefs and Jack Wires quarterback C.J. Henderson hip was injured against the Denver Broncos and did not return. News and notes in the shit that actually matters category. And this comes from the USA Today. New Samuel Adams beer is so strong, it's illegal in 15 states. Eager to get your hands on Sam Adams' new limited edition beer? Don't get your hops up, it reads. The brewer is releasing a new version of its Utopias brand on October 11th, and the beer is so strong, it's actually illegal to sell. In the states of Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, Idaho, Missouri, Mississippi, Montana, North Carolina, New 
New Hampshire, Oklahoma, Oregon, South Carolina, Utah, Vermont, and West Virginia. The new potent beverage contains 28% alcohol by volume, which is more than five times the potency of most beers in the United States. According to the company's website, it's an extreme barrel-aged beer that pushes the limits of barrel aging. Sam Adams is known for its classic brews and fun seasonal flavors like Fall's ever-so-popular Oktoberfest and Jack O. Pumpkin Ale. But the company has also been releasing a new Utopias beer every two years since 2002. It only brews a limited number of bottles, so they're kind of hard to come by, and they'll set you back a pretty penny too. The suggested retail price is $240 for a 25.4 ounce bottle. And now for a word from our sponsors. What will you do when you finally win the lottery? I'm going to help starving children in foreign countries. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm going to indulge in every whim and then learn to hate myself like a real rich person. I'm going to go on a sex tourism trip around the world. Nebraska, Thailand, I don't give a shit. I'll be tearing up ass globally. Start dreaming. Play the San Andreas State Lottery and have all your fantasies come true. And we're back, Rants and Raves, week two edition. First off, paper cuts are the worst. At some point this weekend, I got one on the tip of my right index finger, and it's been the demise of my days since. I do not know what else to say about it, but I fucking hate it. And I hate whoever invented paper, because we are now seeing that it's pretty much useless in the year 2021, and the majority of things we use paper for our shit mail that we don't even open anymore and we just rip it in half, throw it in the trash. Item number two, Manning cast on Monday Night Football with the Lions playing the Packers in Lambeau Field was nearly a dud, but luckily they brought on the electric one himself, Pat McAfee, for the majority of the fourth quarter to save the day. First guest was Gronk, who either dialed in from a Metro PCS flip phone or has dial-up internet in a basement because he was full of lag and would just freeze on air. While live though, he was actually pretty comical and actually doesn't talk like he only made it out of the fifth grade. The thing I thought about was cool about his segment is how he spoke about how he enjoys blocking. It's actually kind of cool out of a tight end and how it elevated his game as a pass catching tight end in the NFL. Brett Favre is a joke the entire time. He looked like he didn't even want to be there. He wasn't interested in being there and just collecting a check. He reminded me of a grandmother trying to figure out how video conferencing works with his face full screened and it was as if Peyton Manning couldn't even hear him. That part was absolutely terrible. Then Pat McAfee came on and stole the show from the Manning brothers and just did what he does while cheering for the Packers to cover for 11 points to roll with the over that he had. And the last but not least part of Rants and Raves, I want to give a special shout out. You've heard us talk about them a little bit before here on the Taco Court Fantasy Football League podcast and also over on the 58 West King podcast. But special shout out to the guys over at the Mortal Kombat Fantasy Football League at MKFFL on Twitter and the hosts of the Fantasy Roast. Both uh, That is their podcast and both of those are linked down in the show notes for you. But I want to give them a special shout out for covering my immaculate comeback in which they called a Monday Night Miracle from week one, which we all understand was just the vinegar strokes, vinegar stroking all over the cops' lives matter. They did mention on last week's episode of the Fantasy Roast titled MKFFL 12-Week 2. Again, their show is linked down in the show notes that if our Champions League ever wanted to add a fifth league, they have interest in having their best partake in the festivities. 
But here's the deal. You know what? I'm just going to roll the sound bite and it comes from about the 51 minute mark. I believe it's like 51 and some change. Less than 10, more than five. Let's go with six, seven, eight, somewhere around there. This comes from the owner of the Grand Pooh Boss, Chris Schneider, who is the co-host of the Fantasy Roast. Roll the clip. If you ever want to add a 15... Uh, league in that Champions League. We'd love to come and kick the shit out of everybody. So here's the deal. They ended up going on Dimension, making it a 10-teamer. Does anybody within Champions League or the leagues that form it feel like the league with kickers and defense and special team slots on the roster is intimidating? How about a league that still does standard scoring in 2021? In all honesty, though, Tony and I have been doing some short backdoor discussions. Yes, and I mean butt weeps about the idea, and we will look into pitching it to all the leagues and seeing what we come up with. Stay tuned. As mentioned before, go check out the Mortal Kombat Fantasy Football League podcast. It's linked down in the show notes, Fantasy Roast. Please check them out on Twitter. Also, go check out Tony's podcast, the 58 West King Podcast. That is also linked down, and follow them on Twitter at 58WKingPodcast. I believe it is. Whatever. Just click the link down in the show notes, and it'll take you there. Follow them on Twitter. Also, Champions Dynasty League. Go check out that podcast as well. Banger of the Week. Now, I think everybody expects Banger of the Week to be directed at Matt and the Boner Jams 03 as we just concluded our week to beef with me whooping the fuck out of him in our first ever matchup in Taco Court Fantasy Football League. But I think I'm going to go a different direction, much like my love life, as Tony would attest to. Not sure what that means, but I think it's provocative and it gets the people going. Maybe not. Bang of the Week takes us back to the year 2004, a simpler time. I graduated high school in 2004 after taking down the Best Male Booty Award in the senior class with me and my female counterpart haven't been given a full page in the yearbook to commemorate this achievement. Pistons beat the Lakers in the NBA championship. The Boston Red Sox ended the curse of the Bambino by winning their first World Series in 86 years. Go watch Fever Pitch now and dream of your Drew Barrymore shaking 392 security guards while rushing the field to tell you not to sell your season tickets because that is the best and we should all strive for that in our relationships and that's why i am single anyways kobe didn't rape the chick and said he was only guilty of the sin of adultery all the baseball snitches came out of the woodwork on steroid use within mlb out of infinitary nailed a 41 yard field goal with four seconds left to give the new england patriots their second super bowl in three years with a 32 to 29 victory over the carolina panthers while this week's song isn't directed at matt as stated prior it's directed at another manager within the league this song goes out to the guy who is just so in love with his roster and is sure to tell everybody how great it is. This is for I Shave My Balls for This, who dropped a whopping 210 points in week one, only to follow it up with a stellar 75 points in full PPR week two, being the only team to score less than 100 points this week. The song is I'm a Fake by The Used. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Small, simple, safe price. Rise the wake and carry me with all of my regrets. This is not a small cut that scabs and dries and flakes and heals. And I am not afraid to die. I'm not afraid to bleed and fuck and fight. I want the pain of payment. What's left but a section of pygmy-sized cuts, much like a slew of a thousand unwanted fucks. Would you be my little cut? Would you be my thousand fucks? And make Mark leaving space for the guilt to be liquid. To fill and spill over and under my thoughts. My sad, sorry, selfish cry out to the cutter. I'm cutting, trying to picture your black, broken heart. Love is not like anything, especially a fucking knife.